Section six of Mark Twain in the New York Times, Part three, eighteen ninety to eighteen ninety nine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by John Greenman. March tenth, eighteen ninety. Two ways left open: an appeal in the Prince and the Pauper case, or a compromise. There was much speculation in theatrical circles yesterday as to the effect of Judge Daly's decision in joining Samuel L. Clemens, Mark Twain, Daniel Froman, and Mrs. Abby Sage Richardson from playing Mrs. Richardson's dramatization of Mr. Clemens' The Prince and the Pauper. The piece was produced in Philadelphia, then at the Broadway Theater here, and last week was started on a long tour through the United States, beginning at Hartford then going to Albany, where at the close of the performance on Saturday night the injunction papers were served. The company, notwithstanding this, adhered to its schedule, and, under advice from manager Froman, took the late train for Detroit, Michigan, where it is advertised to appear tonight. Whether or not this engagement, as well as others arranged for the future, will be kept is a matter of conjecture. So far as manager Froman is concerned, he is very anxious to live up to his contracts executed with managers along the route. He has the solo right to produce the play in this country for five years, and any break in his program now means loss and annoyance of no ordinary kind. It is probable, therefore, that he will leave nothing undone to check the enforcement of the decision in the Court of Common Pleas in the suit brought by the invalid playwright E. H. House. Persons who have watched the proceedings in the suit closely long ago formed decided opinions as to the equity of Mr. House's case, and that his claims are not defective in law is evident from the findings of Judge Daly. Under the circumstances, therefore, it is possible that the chief defendant, Mark Twain, may accept his defeat in the preliminary contest and make overtures for a fair settlement though anybody who knows how contemptibly mean Twain is in money matters may have their doubts on this point. The exigencies of the situation leave this alternative as against an appeal from the decision of Judge Daly to the general term. The modern Munchausen is expected to arrive in the city from Hartford today to confer with his counsel Alexander and Green and the other defendants. There may be a subsequent conference between the lawyers and Morgan and Ives, counsel for Mr. House. If an appeal is decided upon by the defendants, it means a protracted litigation and the filing of a substantial bond pending the final decision. At any rate, important proceedings of some kind must be taken today to enable Manager Froman to do business with Mrs. Richardson's dramatization of The Prince and the Pauper. If the company plays at Detroit tonight without some definite arrangement between the parties to the suit, proceedings in contempt will be in order. End of section six, March tenth, eighteen ninety. Two ways left open. An appeal. Read by John Greenman.